Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to FTC Radio Live. Yeah, that's right. It's sometime after 9, but before 9.30, which means, yes, that's right, we are going live. Yes, we don't have a very strict starting schedule uh, for all of you that listen on a regular basis. You know this. Uh, we try to stick to a very uh, specific time frame, not necessarily a time specifically. So uh, that's why we're here live, and it's 9.26, and we're just kicking off the show. Um, it's Friday. It's the uh, Friday before the Pro Bowl, the biggest Friday in the NFL season, and I I say that with as much sarcasm as I can possibly muster this early in the morning um, because, quite frankly, I just don't care about the Pro Bowl. I have no (laughs) interest whatsoever. I watched a couple clips from the skills competition, but uh, I don't know, John. I mean, I I really don't care about football players playing dodgeball. Eh, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you on that, Ian. I mean, uh, the Pro Bowl is kind of insignificant since the best players aren't there. I mean, you know, the best quarterbacks aren't there because – they're either playing in the Super Bowl or they played in the conference championship game or the divisional round. And after losing in one of those rounds, those quarterbacks 
aren't going to show up two weeks later to go play in a Pro Bowl. I mean, maybe very young in their career they would because it's kind of fun and exciting the first few times around. But after that, it's more of a nuisance. And then the skills competition, eh, it's not the, the basketball uh, weekend, the NBA All-Star weekend is, is better. But that's even gotten stale, too, with the dunk contest. And oh, yeah. The three-point contest is still pretty amazing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, even baseball, as much as I love baseball, the home run derby to me is kind of – overstate well, its welcome so look, there's, look, there's, there's nothing that really excites me the the, the best all-star anything out of everything that we have is the nhl skills competition i mean because mm-hmm. that actually is an actual skill like you know they do skills competitions in, in the nfl but it's not really football you know what i mean like at least right. in hockey the skills they're they're applicable to the actual game and 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 what's actually plus it's 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 incredibly entertaining to watch uh, some pretty incredible athletes do some crazy stuff not on their own feet, um, which is which is pretty amazing. So, uh, but yeah, I just I just don't really care. I mean, I, I'm sure for the players, I'm sure it's much more appealing, um, certainly to go to Vegas, but uh, most importantly to go to Hawaii back in the day as opposed to Orlando, <laughs> where it mm-hmm. has been held the last several years or at least for a handful of years, like. I live an hour and a half from Orlando. I don't want to go to Orlando. I don't know anyone who right. wants to go to Orlando because there's nothing in Orlando. Unless you're a big Disney freak, and I say that with all due respect, <laughs> I just, I mean, there's no point to go to Orlando. So um, so I understand why uh, it could become a nuisance, certainly for veteran players. And and of course, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like it, certainly now, especially since it takes place the week before the Super Bowl, it's 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 not a great consolation prize for for those uh, players that are on teams that were expected to or or at least the aspirations were were Super Bowl or bust you know because because you're there you're like what why am I here I, I I should be getting ready for the Super Bowl so like who wants to do that so um, when it was after the Super Bowl it's a little bit different you know I remember that that uh, uh, Pro Bowl in, in 01 or whatever when Brady. And, and the guy, you know, the players that were in the Super Bowl competing a week prior um, got on the field together, and that, that was pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> it's going to be a very quiet yeah, Sunday. Back then, if you have this Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl, you get bragging rights, right? So the five oh, yeah. guys that come off the Super Bowl winning team can go ahead and brag. Right now, every player in this game ended their season on a loss or, or didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's kind of owed about that so you know is Stefan Diggs really thrilled about being there I mean he lost a tough playoff game to Kansas City in the divisional round so yeah it's a, and you're not going to see Brady Rogers and Holmes show up I mean they've they all expected to be playing a week from Sunday and they're not so I think they've got other things on their mind besides going to the Pro Bowl well I mean technically Brady Brady's not going to ever show up again and uh Oh, it just it hits me in the in the gut every Sorry. single day. I know, I know. It's okay. It's you know this is gonna happen. You know, <clears throat> this, it, it's the multiple stages of grief and and getting over all of this. But you know, when when you said that, it just I all of a sudden just it hit me. It dawned on me once again that he is no longer an active NFL player. Well, I mean, technically he hasn't filed his paperwork, but even I am not, you know, that much of a uh, uh, just hope and pray type of person to think that maybe this offers a slim slim pause no no he's he's done and you just have to have to get over it and I'm, I'm saying this as much to the audience as i am myself right now so um anyways anyways let's 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 move on john i don't want to i don't want to cry on on camera this early uh this late in the week um I'd that'd be have... interesting actually yeah no no yeah no i just no. I, I wouldn't do that I, I i'm a professional i'm gonna keep it professional <laughs> here uh 
<laughs> speaking of professional, I, I've kind of mentioned this a little bit before we got on the air because um, it's actually something we haven't really talked much about. Well, I mean, we, we kind of make a reference here or there pretty much every show, but um, one of my favorite accounts uh, or, or shows, I guess, uh, non-sports related is uh, This Podcast is Making Me Thirsty, obviously a Seinfeld um Mm-hmm. centric show and you know they, they do a lot of great interviews with with writers and and cast members of that have come and gone throughout the years and um they always like to kind of remind us when certain episodes premiere and come out and everything like that and as much as we were celebrating 20 years yesterday since the patriots won super bowl 36 which that's pretty astounding to me uh it was 28 years ago one of my favorite episodes john came out and it was um Let's see if I can cue up this uh, sound properly, and there we go. Well, this audio is really crappy. Sorry, folks, it's that's not really coming through. It wasn't as loud as I expected, but it was the dinner party, John, and it was uh, mm-hmm. it was the Gore-Tex. It was the black and white cookie. Um, mm-hmm. Just a great episode. One of my one of my favorites. Uh, obviously, George and Kramer getting stuck in the liquor store. You know, Jerry mm-hmm. and Elaine going to get the cookie, or, or I'm sorry, the, the babka. Uh, find out it's cinnamon babka. There's not, there's chocolate babka, the cinnamon babka, and yeah, it, it was just a great, it was a great thing. And I, I don't know. I mean, there's so many things about that show. Obviously, we talk about it all the time that that apply to uh, modern day um, now. Even though I mean, the show's been off the air for 25 years now. Which <laughs> think about that, John. Isn't that amazing. 25. Yeah, years 1998. Isn't that yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's Crazy. incredible. Twenty four years, technically. Sorry, my math was a little bit off, but, um, but yeah, it was it was, it was a great it was a great um, <laughs> great episode. And obviously, anytime I see a big jacket, I ask if it's Cortex. <laughs> yeah, I love that when he just spins around and knocks over the whole wine uh, display, and <laughs> yeah. now he has to pay for the wine display. And yeah, it's a, it's a guy that looked like Saddam Hussein yeah. at Double Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's fun. It's funny because in in that. Um, you know, in that episode, it's one of a few times that that Kramer uh, gets the penthouse forums and reads them. And, right. and and the one time there there was a moment, an episode I can't remember exactly which episode it was, the name of it, but uh, obviously Jerry was suspecting that Tim Watley and his and his uh, dental assistants were were turning oh, yeah. tricks in the office. <laughs> and right. Kramer. <laughs> Kramer starts reading the story, at, you know, word for word. And Jerry at first was, you know, pe- you know, just ignoring it, just like it, you know, every other story. And then he starts to pique his interest when he starts to explain right. exactly what was happening. And I don't know. I, like I said, I saw that. I see that pop up every so often, and it, it's like, man, I, I go back, and it ends up, ends, ends up inspiring me to go and um, watch that particular episode, which I'm probably going to do once we get off the air here because I got work to do, and I, you know, there's nothing better than just throwing Seinfeld on in the background. Sure. Absolutely. Can't complain. Nothing Can't better complain. than that. Nope. Uh, Nothing in the world. You know who's a big Seinfeld fan? Hopefully everyone. Well, uh, everyone. Doug, Doug, Pe- Doug Peterson. And don't quote me on that. I don't really, oh, okay. I don't really know that. I literally just made it up so we could transition into uh, the news that the Jaguars, yes, that's mm-hmm. right, the Jacksonville Jaguars have themselves a new head coach, and that's uh, Doug Peterson. Um, obviously, <clears throat> Patriots fans are very familiar with Doug Peterson as he was the coach of the Eagles back in 2017 when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And uh, we've all had to suffer and live through the over, over use of the word Philly special. And I, I just, it makes me sick to my stomach, John. It really does. It does. I just can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. 
Can't stand it, John. Um, can't stand you. Can't stand you. See, there you go. There's just another oh. in-the-moment Seinfeld reference that I just do instinctually. But, uh, no, look, obviously the Jaguars were needing to make a – this feels like a very safe hire. You know what I mean? Safe. Not not mm-hmm. risky, not, you know, risky positive or negatively. I mean, you, you, he's a he's a he's a – Pretty good coach who had, you know, spent time with Andy Reid, obviously in Kansas City, um, as their offensive coordinator prior to getting uh, the Eagles' job. Uh, three, three out of five seasons, he led the Eagles to the playoffs, including obviously the Super Bowl. Uh, but you know, he ended the ended his tenure on a four eleven and one record, and you know, there was another losing season his first year in Philadelphia. Um, no, this look, this this is a this is a good hire because I think they hi- made this hire with obviously Trevor Lawrence in mind. You know, don't go out and, and roll the dice on an unknown. Don't go out and roll the dice on a known, you know, in Urban Meyer, which, you know, we all unfortunately knew who he was, but unfortunately the Jaguars felt like he wasn't going to be that guy. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it seems like a safe hire, a smart hire. I mean, it's not, you know, I like Doug Peterson. I'm not, you know, I would put him in the, what, top, like 10 to 15 coaches in the league, right? That, that's kind of... Pretty much ballpark. Yeah, I would say at. so. I mean, he, the Super Bowl, you know, elevates him. But, you know, again, Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. We don't really think that highly of him. Um, but he did a great job in 2017, especially when he lost his starting quarterback, Carson Wentz, and they were able to get Nick Foles to play at a really high level. And he beat Belichick well, in the well, Super Bowl. Let, let, so let me ask you now, based on what we know, <laughs> is losing Carson Wentz really a bad thing? Well, in 2017, I mean, he was the front runner for MVP when he got hurt. Well, he was playing I, great. I would, I, I would say, like... I would, I would say this, and and uh, and uh, I remember because I was, I was obviously, very obviously pushing back on this quite a bit. Um, front runner, he was in the mix because if we rem- actually, I remember because I'm a, I'm a psycho and I remember this type of stuff. But at the time, I remember uh, the Eagles did have a better record, but at the time of the injury, the Patriots had uh, matched that. And this was kind of like a situation where we had with 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 Aaron Rodgers, where uh, I think Nick Foles or Nick Foles, Carson Wentz was had only thrown like the only thing he led in was touchdown passes, and I think it was by like three. So like this idea that you know, and and again, this was a lot of anti Brady stuff at the time. It's like, oh well, if Carson Wentz didn't get hurt, he was the front. I mean, he was in the mix, but the way things were going, I mean, Brady was just on a on a tear at that point. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, to your point, he was right there in the MVP mix, so I'm not going to knock him for that. But I mean, again, I I, I think the the entire body of work, I I think we can fairly say that you know even in his limited capacity, and I I think his uh, abilities are very short lived in Nick Foles. He was a better option because he was better in the in the, in the right moments for uh, for that Eagles team. But remember. He wasn't that good, I believe, in the uh, NFC Championship game that year, correct? Didn't he no, have, no, like, I, a really bad no. game? No, he played great in that game against Minnesota. I think it was 38-7 in the maybe, divisional round. Maybe, maybe yeah, I think maybe they, that what is, that's what it was. Yeah, they beat Atlanta 15-10, and, I, you know, they just kind of held on. That was when Matt Ryan had four shots from inside the 10 and somehow, right, right, you know, yeah. rolled out on one play and decided to just airmail it by Julio Jones. Um, yeah, he didn't play great in that game, but then he really – picked it up in the NFC Championship game. They actually were lead, trailing 7 nothing, and I think they scored 38 unanswered points and then 41. So, they, I mean, they they 
got on a roll. I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. the defense, Absolutely. whatever. So that, that that's happened before. I mean, you can even make a case the oh, one Patriots got on a roll at the right time and, and were able to beat teams. So uh, as far as Doug Peterson, I think it's a fine hire. I mean, the guy had some success in Philadelphia. He's an offensive guy, which is, I think, what you want with Trevor Lawrence. And also, it was not the. It was probably of the nine openings the least appealing job. First of all, going to Jacksonville, yeah. um, you've got kind of a crazy owner who's not afraid to spend. Though I mean, he's dipped into free agencies, building a new facility, moved on from Urban Meyer quickly. So you know, I mean, that's those, those are positives. But the problem there was he retained his general manager Trent Balky, who yeah. no one liked. So normally, a coach it's wants a, to go with a new Byron GM, which apparently, <laughs> yeah, Byron Leftwich which is like, yeah, that interests me. I played there, but I don't want to work for Trent Balky. I mean, that that I'm sure, you know, Josh McDaniels was like, that's the only place I'm not even interested in because I'm not going to. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, work for a guy that I don't like or trust. Hey, look, that, you- that's smart. That's smart. I mean, if, if, you th- right. if, you, if you're confident enough in your abilities, and I think Byron left, which is, you know, yeah. to, to think that, you know, there's going to be an opportunity down the road, then then yeah, I mean, you know, you want to don't set yourself up for failure. It's like what to your point, right. you're like why would you want to go work for that? And you know, the word on the street is that you know Byron Leftwich let that slip that he didn't like him, and you know that's one of the reasons why he ended up pulling out of the job or whatever. And it's like, look, I mean, if he doesn't like him, good for him. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to work uh, in a situation like that. Now again, I know these these head coaching jobs are very rare and and you know, certainly highly sought after. But again, if you're, if you're Byron Leftwich and you feel like, you know, you have, you have a very promising coaching career ahead of you. You're not, you haven't been a head coach yet. Why Mm -hmm. take that first job? And, you know, again, you know, with the context or with the, with the uh, shadow or a shadow of what the current landscape of this NFL is and, and based on the Brian Flores uh, lawsuit. Maybe this is his only opportunity. Maybe he only does get one opportunity, Byron Leftwich. So why would he want to jump on and, and set himself up? He would basically have everything working against him in order for him to succeed. And I, I just, I don't, um, you know, that, that it's smart on his part. But on the flip side, Doug Peterson, what, 53 years old, maybe one or two more coaching jobs if he lasts a few years left, you know, that type of thing. And, 
you know, this is perfectly safe for him because if he does well, he does well. If he do- doesn't, he doesn't. He still has a Super Bowl under his belt, and he's he's, he's going to be fine moving forward, and the, the narrative around him is not going to be the same as it would around Byron Leftwich if he failed right. in a situation that is set up for him to fail. So, um, so and yeah. Leftwich I, is still very young, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, that's, like that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he has, he has a very uh, a promising career ahead of him, and to essentially torpedo it by going to a situation that is only going to uh, be, you know, it's probably the most difficult and very unappealing. Um, it, it's smart by Leftwich to, to make sure that he, he has the right situation. Because who knows, maybe, maybe he ends up taking over in, in Tampa Bay. I mean, sure. who knows, yeah. you know? That could that's, be it. That's a real possibility, yeah. That could happen. So, um, Arians is going to turn 70 this year, so how many more years is he going to coach? And then obviously right. now you don't have Tom Brady, so... The expectations aren't as high, but neither will the results be as high. So now Byron Leftwich is the offensive coordinator with who is his quarterback? Lane Gabbard or some free agent? So probably, uh, I mean, drop off if, there. if they're going to stay in house, it'll probably be Kyle Trask, and then you know whatever, right? Um, you know whatever, uh, uh, you know if they decide they want to de- dip into the free agent market. I mean, it all depends on what they think they can do next year. Can they compete for a Super Bowl? I don't necessarily think so just because again i mean you lose they, they have talent on this team but again i mean I, I despite what people have been screaming for the last couple of years you know a whole collection of talent doesn't mean squat if you don't have a quarterback mm-hmm. um very rare very rare situations that you can win and, and be very successful without a top tier quarterback and it's so rare in the nfl that it, it, it shouldn't even be looked at as a pot. You know, it's it's you need a great quarterback. So I'll be curious to see what this Tampa Bay team can do. I mean, the, the good thing, <coughs> excuse me, for them is, um, you know, the NFC South seems like it's wide open because this isn't a situation where, you know, they, they were working to try to find the quarterback and then the Saints had Drew Brees and, you know, the, the Falcons were, were, were not old and, and falling off, that type of thing. They're, you know, this division is still pretty wide open, and I think you can, you know, maybe maybe this turns into a NFC East type of situation where it's mm-hmm. like the team that, that wins the division maybe wins nine games or, or eight games or whatever. So um, I don't know what's going to happen with the Buccaneers, but, you know, again, I don't imagine Bruce Arians coaching much longer. One, maybe two seasons, if that. So um, that could open up the door for Leftwich to to land very comfortably and be in a more ideal situation. Certainly, one with better ownership, um, and certainly one with better uh, just structure. And and part of that is, hey, you win a Super Bowl, you make your team a champion. That adds a foundation to your team. Now, what they do with it remains to be seen. Like I mean, if they mm-hmm. take what they've learned over the last couple of years under Tom Brady, you can replicate some of that success. Now you can't replicate all of it because again, you're not going to have Tom Brady, but you can apply the the the, the work ethic, the the process, um, the things you did throughout the year to make you a champion. And when things get down, apply those same lessons learned when you know he was here or he was there, and they were down and you know winning games when they were down by three scores. At, at some point in the game, and, and those are the things that the that Bucks fans, I'm sure, are hoping that carry over, and that that's something that you know, obviously, we've seen a little bit from the Patriots. You know, partly obviously because Belichick's still here, but um, you you can still apply some of those things. They just got to accept that they're going to take a step back, no matter what. I don't, I don't care who comes in at quarterback, so um, they just got to you know 
work through that. But, you know, long story short, it could eventually be a good landing spot for Byron Leftwich, certainly better than the Jaguar situation, in my opinion. Because, look, good for Doug Peterson. I think he's going to do a fine job, and I think he's the right coach right now. Um, but for him, it's not as uh, make or break for his future because, you know, he, he's been in the NFL. He's been successful. Byron Leftwich can't afford to, to have a bad first run as a coach. Yeah, especially with the history of black coaches, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. it doesn't I mean, seem like black coaches pre- get a second chance. Ever present right now. Ever present yeah, right now. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, like I said, Jim Caldwell should be should be a head coach in the NFL. His resume mm-hmm. is certainly good enough to be a head coach in the NFL, and, and it hasn't happened. Yeah, and, and look, and, and look, Byron Leftwich, I – you know, there, there's obviously, and, and this is natural, and this is, this is you know, there's going to be some question, okay, what is he going to do without Tom Brady? Because there's certainly risk in not taking a job as well this year mm-hmm. because, well, now, now you got to do this without Tom Brady. Can you? And that's that's not an indictment on, on Byron Leftwich. That's just, again, like I said to Patriots fans in, in 2019 and, and what I'm saying to Bucks, when you lose the best quarterback, the greatest quarterback of all time, and, and obviously, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the league, you're going to take a step back. I don't care who you bring in. I don't care what you mm-hmm. do. Your team is not going to be as good. Does it mean, and, and that doesn't mean that they're going to have a worse record or better record. It just means that the team's just not good. I, I think we believe, for the most part, that record is pretty indicative of who you are as a team. But there are other things under the surface that, like, look, if the Bucks get down in a game next year, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh yeah, no, they have, they have a shot to come back. I don't know. <laughs> if they get down by 14, that might be it for them next year. You know what I mean? So they, that might not happen often, but that could be the difference between them being a pretty good team and a really good Super Bowl contending team is the ability to come back and and overcome. Uh, situations that aren't ideal. Anyone can succeed when when they're doing well. I mean that that's that's the that's the the most uh, um, uh, I, I guess uh, way, it's the worst way of being able to to uh, uh, judge a team because of course when things are going smooth, John, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's being successful. It's easy, right? But sure. what happens when things aren't going well? And you know I. I I hate to do it, John, but it kind of is a microcosm or a kind of a, a, a snapshot of how we ultimately are going to view Brady and Rodgers. Rodgers, mm-hmm. there may not be anyone better at front running. And, and I, I, that, I, okay, let me take that back. That sounded a little, I didn't mean it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, when things are going well, Aaron Rodgers is on point. But, as we've seen, when things don't go well or don't go the way he expects them to, that's when issues happen. Um, on the flip side, in situations like that, more often than not, that's when Brady elevates his game, and, and obviously we've mm-hmm. seen that over, over time. So, um, we'll see what happens with the Bucks quarterbacks. Um, again, this is a huge opportunity for Byron Leftwich to prove what he can do. Not only, maybe he's auditioning for that that job next year or a job with another team because if he goes out and makes Kyle Trask into a respectable NFL quarterback that that's a that's a that's a pretty good thing to put on your resume when you're when you're sitting there interviewing for jobs sure. so yeah i think i think it really helped Josh McDaniels that he developed Mac Jones oh sure in his rookie year and people looked and said okay then this guy knows how to work with quarterbacks other than Tom Brady so 
you know, he gets that job in, in Vegas. So he gets a second chance. And I think Byron Leftwich will be a, a head coach at some point in this league. And again, it's a little risky this year because now we have to see how he is with a new quarterback. But all reports are that Brady loved him. Yeah. And yeah. that he's very well respected. He was respected as a player. I mean, a tough guy, uh, productive. And, you know, I, I think and as much as we'd like to make fun of Bruce Arians, the guy does no offense. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's kind of, you know, given that to – Byron Leftwich, and we'd expect him to be a head coach at some point. And, you know, again, maybe he's just waiting for Arians to retire and takes over in Tampa. Yeah, and, and let's not forget, I mean, <laughs> with, with with Jameis Winston, they put up a lot of points with him in his first year as offensive coordinator. And, look, I uh-huh. mean, I, I think the, the limitations were obviously a, a lot on Jameis based on what we've seen over his career. But, um, you know, he has done things without Brady. It hasn't just been Brady. And uh, to your uh-huh. point about Josh McDaniels, it's like, look, I – I know people are, you know, you either love him or you hate him here in New England. I, I, I think, I think the folks that hate him might learn to miss him a little bit, depending on who comes in. Like I, I would, like I know there are rumblings about Bill O'Brien, and like, yeah, I, trust me, <laughs> anyone who's listened to me over any ex- extended period of time knows that, you know, my, uh, my views of Bill O'Brien as a head coach are not great. Um, however, as an offensive coordinator. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Like, absolutely, I let him let him work with the offense. I'm okay with that. Um, I happen to think that Josh McDaniels is actually going to do pretty well in Oakland or Oakland. Wow, <laughs> Las Vegas. I just went back a couple of years. Sorry about that. Um, I think he's actually going to do well this time around. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to. Uh, you know, you, you'd like to ignore about his first run in Denver and obviously the situation with Indianapolis. But, you know, uh, for what it's worth, I think I think uh, David Carr, Derek Carr, <laughs> gee, I'm, I'm really going back in time right now, John. See, this is what happens when Tom <laughs> Brady retires. Like I said, I just instantly start to just I'm, I'm withering away. I'm, I, I'm getting more and more gray hairs by the day. It's 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 mm-hmm. nice. But um, I think he's going to do pretty well with Derek Carr. They have some nice pieces and a good opportunity to kind of retool and refix or fix some of the mistakes of, of the more recent past and you know most you know specific or more more specifically the the 2020 first round draft class which is no longer with that that team so i do think josh mcdaniels is going to do pretty well i think that's a good hire for las vegas with their quarterback just like i do feel like jacksonville made a good hire with doug peterson um kevin o'connell up in minnesota is expected to be the head coach once the super bowl is over um, he's a guy too, you know, former Patriots backup quarterback, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. how many of these guys, yeah. you know, Cliff Kingsbury is another one of them. Um, a, a guy that obviously, you know, was a career backup, but you know, sometimes they're the best, uh, coaching, uh, prospects because, you know, again, they, they had to spend oh, a lot of time I mean, learning and, and understanding yep. and, and everything like that. Um, I mean, could you picture Tom Brady as a head coach? I think it would be. First of all, I don't think he's interested in it, but no. I think it would be difficult. I mean, we, we saw Ted Williams as a manager in baseball. It was a disaster. We saw Magic Johnson as a head coach in basketball. It was a disaster. Now, Larry Bird was pretty good as a, as a coach, head coach, but then he you know moved his way into the front office. But I, I would say the one guy that was a really good quarterback that turned out to be a really good coach is Jim Harbaugh. I mean, Harbaugh was a good quarterback in the NFL with Chicago, with yeah. Indianapolis. I think he brought them to the AFC Championship game. He was He was pretty good. And I think a really good coach, but um, yeah, generally it's those those backup guys or guys that didn't even make the league because they have to work harder and smarter. And and we'll see with Kevin O'Connell, yet another coach younger than Tom Brady, yeah. that's uh, going to be uh, in There's the NFL. And 
and yet another one off the McVeigh tree, right? Yeah. Which is off the Shanahan tree, which is off the Walsh tree, which is off the Paul Brown tree. So that's that's quite a forest they got going there. Yeah, but just... yeah, uh, <laughs> he had coffee. He was his offensive coordinator, and now he's a head coach, just like you know Lafleur was with the Rams for a year, and um, you know um, McVeigh. Look, he's been successful in five years with the Rams, so you know you want to get his coordinators on board. And, and I think Lafleur's done a. I mean, you win 39 games in three years, you're doing something right. You know, the, the playoffs notwithstanding. But, yeah, we'll see what happens with Kevin O'Connell. So now I think it's the Texans and the Saints that have to fill positions. Uh, Texans, Saints, and Dolphins. Oh, that's right, the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah they've got yeah. other issues, the Dolphins. Yeah, they've, they've got to figure out what they're doing there. Uh, yeah, so three teams are still waiting, which is crazy because normally these positions are filled right now, right? Yeah, I mean, we're getting there. I mean, obviously, with with free agency uh, a little bit over a month away, I, I, I would have to double-check the date. I know it's a little off now because of the, the later starting um, or later finishing date here in the NFL with the with the extra game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you would hope that you're going to have these situations lined up. Now, again, sometimes, <clears throat> like I said, I mean, Kevin O'Connell, he can't officially be named head coach until the Super Bowl is over, and maybe – you know, maybe these these other teams are. Um, I'm trying to think uh, who on on either of these staffs might have an opportunity. Um, Dennis yeah. Allen in New Orleans because he's coached better yeah. head coach before, yeah. but I mean he was eight and twenty four in two seasons with the Raiders, but he's done a good job as a defensive coordinator. Supposedly they're going to interview Eric Bieniemy yeah. in New Orleans. Uh, I don't know what's happening in Miami uh, and the Texans. Still haven't named anyone. I don't think the Texans is the most appealing job either. You oh, don't no. even know what's well, going to go on with Deshaun Watson, obviously. Oh, of course not. And and like I said, I mean, after you know, uh, uh, you know, you had David Culley just one and done. I mean, uh, are you really going to, you know, are you going to really trust that? Now again, I mean, for David Culley, silver lining is this: you're still getting paid for five years worth of coaching for only coaching one year. Yeah, you $22 million. Yeah. I mean, he can live so comfortably yeah. for the rest of his life with that. So, I mean, if there's some silver lining in that. But, again, if you're a young coach looking to, to, to grow, you're, you're not going to put yourself in a situation like that. And then when it comes to Miami, I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Like, when, when you're going through this process with the this uh, whole accusation of, of, of paying to tank for games uh, uh, looming over, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Like, how can you sit there and listen to that owner and say, yeah, oh, yeah, I'd love to work for you. So, um, right. It'll be interesting to uh, to to see that. But um, real quick, since we're almost done with the show, and I did build a show as a very quick Super Bowl 56 primer. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't mentioned a single thing about the Super Bowl aside from some uh, uh, peripheral uh, uh, situations. I think I kind of got that right. I'll have to go back and listen to that uh, myself. If not, I'll just cut it out of the entire audio. Uh, but uh, the Bengals are going to go with their their black uniforms. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I, I'm <clears throat> I'm getting I'm getting full in on the Bengals. I was saying before I didn't really necessarily care who wins the Super Bowl. Um, I would prefer the Bengals, sure, absolutely. But I think I think I'm going full force behind. It. I really want to see this team win. Um, I think it would be fun. I think it would be, you know, and you know, not going to pretend like this doesn't exist. But it would help my anti Sean McVay narrative because it is True. sinking like a, a a. I mean, just boom! It's just going down and downhill every single week. I'm going to have to eventually admit defeat. Um, I'm just not ready to do that yet. <clears throat> so. 
if the Bengals can pull this off, I can at least hang on for a little little bit longer. Uh, no, I like the idea that they're playing uh, using the black jerseys. Um, I think we're really going to get hyped up for the game starting, obviously, next week when uh, we start getting some of the media day stuff and, and you really get to see uh, these players show you know show up. We saw the field a little bit uh, yesterday. They're getting everything prepped. So uh, what's your gut telling you, uh, you know, almost a week before the Super Bowl? Are, are you still feeling the Bengals, uh, but do you, or, or are you thinking that this is just the Rams year? Yeah, I'm still not really making my decision yet because I'm, I'm looking at it. First of all, there's no excitement right now for this game because Brady just retired. Then you've got the, you know, Brian, um, Flores. Brian um, Flores. I blanked out on his name. Brian Flores story coming out. So you got all of that. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's a Super Bowl a week from Sunday. And the Bengals aren't sexy, but I think they can become that because the quarterback is, is very appealing and likable. And the Rams are star-studded. They come from L.A. It's like two totally different markets. you got L.A., and then Cincinnati, and you've got two totally different ownerships. I mean, Stan Kroenke is the richest owner in the NFL and is willing to spend money. It appears that they operate out of a swink, a Swiss bank account. Yeah. The Bengals have been notoriously the cheapest franchise in all of football. They just don't spend. They don't even have – Ian, they're the only cold-weather team that doesn't even have an indoor facility, an, an indoor practice facility. Actually, this week they're practicing at the University of Cincinnati's indoor facility. I mean, they're, they're notoriously cheap. Um, so you've got that difference, which is going to be interesting. I and mean, if the Bengals pull it off, you, you know, people say, see, you don't have to go in on all the stars and spend the money and all of that. And if the Rams win, people say, well, you know, you get what you pay for. So I, I probably will root for the Bengals. Uh, I did pick the Rams to get to the Super Bowl before the season started. And I picked who's the team your, from Ohio. I was going to say, who's My, your AFC pick? <laughs> well, I picked the team from Ohio. I did, but I got the wrong team yeah. from Ohio. There's only two choices, and I picked the wrong one, the Cleveland Browns. So it, I think that shows you a lot about the difference in the quarterbacks, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, Burrow, Chris, and Mayfield. Because in some ways, they're somewhat similar, Ian, because they transferred. They always had a chip on their shoulder. They both won Heisman trophies. But Mayfield takes that chip on his shoulder and uses it in the wrong way, whereas Burrow uses it in the right way. And mm-hmm. and we've seen how well he's played. And he's just better. I mean, he's physically better. He's a bigger, stronger athlete. He's got a better arm. He could, he could probably move even better, especially before that knee problem. I'm going to root for the Bengals. Why not? I, I like Burrow. And plus, I think it would just be like what a wild story it would be. Of, of all the teams to win the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals at the beginning of the year with 300-1, to 1, which would be the longest shot ever. I mean, that would be a fascinating story. No, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, next week we are going to dive uh, into that a whole hell of a lot more because it is Super Bowl week and we're going to preview and and talk about that more and and obviously discuss whatever happens over the next several days when it comes to this lawsuit and any sort of information that tends to, that will come out um, between now and then. So until then, have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the Pro Bowl, if that's your thing. If not, just uh, Mm -hmm. take, take this Sunday to enjoy, relax, kick your feet up, maybe go for a walk, go for a picnic if you're down in this uh, warm weather area that I am in. If not, go shovel your driveway because I'm sure you're going to have a lot of snow. Uh, Have a great day, folks, and we will talk to you on Monday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.